So Trump leaves office, AOC gets exposed, the Time article comes out, Nancy loses twice, Cuomo also gets exposed, highest approval rating after the impeachment, Green New Deal gets pooped on, Mitch McConnell wrecked. Sounds like America first to me, dog. Tuning in to the land of the real, but it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring it all to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up guys and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Your project looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Both societies, fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe and non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, Woke fam. Great to have everyone here, ladies and gentlemen. It is episode number five of my co-host, I Find It. Vax for thee, but not for me. Great to have you all here. What's going on, Woke fam? It's great to see you all. I'm excited. we waiting all day to do this show. It's great to see everybody in the uh, Foxhole chat. Hey, Scott, you cold yet? Oh, it's cold. It's cold. How you feeling, uh, I find it? You cold down there as well, my friend? Man, it's a little bit chilly, but we doing okay. We're doing okay. <laughs> great to hear, man. I'm great to have you here with us all. We're going to be giving you guys a great show today, talking about Facebook censorship, what's going on with Australia, and a self-own of Twitter's own censorship that was wrapped up with Tim Pool and some other crazy things we're going to talk about, guys. A lot of crazy things. It's going to lead into uh, the Vax story with Zuckerberg talking about how he did. How he was he was questioning the vaccine, but yet his platform does not allow these things. So much, guys. We're going to talk about Joe Biden. Some more gaps there, and we have your new favorite segment at the end of the show, the Clowns of America, and we have some new clowns for you today, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be great, but we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. And a lot of stuff to discuss as uh, we are here on a February 18th, 2021. And uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. And people, hey, man, I'm seeing Lynn's over it. She said, loving the co-hosts. You're getting some love. I find it. It's great to see. Awesome, man. I love y'all, too. There it is. There it is. Freezing in Texas. Going to get a woke hoodie. Well, Texas Trump girl, I'm so glad you said that because I have some new merch. I cannot wait to show off today. At the end of the uh, music here gonna bring in my sponsor my new sponsor and then we're gonna i'm gonna show off some of the new woke merch because it it was a surprise to me uh and it's gonna be a surprise to you all as well you're gonna love it it's been i've been waiting to get it my brother and bruce uh they made it and uh it's all that good stuff so lots of stuff to go over today man it's gonna be a great show you guys are gonna laugh you're gonna cry you're gonna you're gonna walk away smarter from this i promise you i promise so let's get into today's sponsor shall we so 
I am proud to announce a new sponsor here for Woke Society's Aerolistic Naturals. They are a Patriot company based out of Texas, and they got some amazing stuff for you guys. These are two former nurses that worked in the medical field. They saw what was going on, and they realized they were just pawns in the in their own game while trying to make money while covering their own asses. It's not what they envisioned at all. Every person has an endocannabinoid system. This system is responsible for maintaining balance called homeostasis throughout the entire body. Everyone can benefit from CBD slash hemp for overall wellness. And it's not just someone that has an issue. This info is absolutely fantastic, guys. So do you want to enhance your wellness? Aerolistic Naturals is a go, your go-to source for uh, organically grown health and wellness botanicals. And guys, just check out their products while I read this. Our line of premium USDA, USDA certified organic tinctures, soft gels, topical skincare, and aromatherapy products unleash the power of plant-based wellness for your maximum benefit. We are committed to bringing you the highest quality products possible, which is why we only source organically grown materials and we third-party test every batch before it reaches your hands to ensure premium quality, guys. I'm telling you right now, guys, I just started using the lemon, the lemon, the crisp lemon uh, broad spectrum hemp oil, guys. Look at this. I got it right there. It's beautiful. It's in this nice little dropper. I've been taking my four daily drops every morning. And guys, I'm telling you, it, it, my brain just feels like explodes. I'm focused. I feel better. The brain fog is gone. It's working. And guys, that's just one of their products. Go check them out, guys. And the link that I um, I have Sookie sharing it everywhere, it has my um, my little woke sign at the end of it. That gives you a, a 10% discount. And if you guys, um, that is the code to use at checkout is woke for your 10% discount. So go support Aerolistic Naturals, guys. We're doing all health beneficial promos uh, for the next couple months at least uh, to get healthy, to get ourselves in the right mindset. And this will absolutely help you. So go check it out. So while we got that going on, one other thing I, I just want to plug, because this was a surprise to me. Guys, you've been asking for it, and now we have it. The new Woke Society's, a.k.a. Drunk Society's merch is here. We have the hoodie, which you guys can see is a hand holding a beer. We have the Drunk Society's t-shirt, hooded t-shirt, um, the hoodie, the v-neck for the ladies. And down here, as you scroll down in our product list, we now have the Drunk Society's beer stein. So it is there. It's all there for you guys. So when we do our uh, Sunday night uh, Drunk Society shows, um, you guys can celebrate and wear the merch with me, and we'll have hats soon for it as well. So that can all be shown at uh, that can all be bought at wokesocieties.com and go to the store tab and check that all out. All right, I find it. We've done enough plugging. Are you ready to do the show, my friend? Yeah, man. I'm just so glad you made that merch. <laughs> so glad. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I'm super pumped to have it out. And uh, shout out to my brother. Shout out to my brother and Bruce for getting that together for me. I had no idea it was coming, and uh, it is here now. So it's awesome, and I cannot wait for you guys to enjoy it as well. It's going to be awesome. So, so guys, what we're going to jump here first is this story that I find absolutely – it's not shocking, um, but you can kind of see where things are going. Um, with this, this mass – I feel like there is a mass red-pilling um, revelation going on right now, not just in our country, but it's all over the world. News broke that Facebook – was going to shut down all media outlets from accessing their own their own platform, Facebook platform. And for a lot of people still, they get their news, they, they, they communicate, they get updates on COVID stuff, vaccination stuff. They, a lot of people get their information and their sources from social media. This isn't anything new. This has been going on for a long time. And what we heard coming out of Australia, which 
If you guys haven't been following, Australia has been going through the, some of the most severe lockdown treatments, um, probably worse than any other country next to England, in my opinion. Um, they weren't even allowed out of their houses for a certain amount of time, only if you're going to exercise, walk your dog. And even then, it was like a 45-minute time limit. I don't even know if it's better yet. But to make things worse, this story comes out here, and this is where we're going to start, ladies and gentlemen, at, Gate, at the Gateway Pundit. Facebook was attacked. Um, Facebook attacked a sovereign nation. We will not be intimidated. The Australian Prime Minister responds to Facebook shakedown and threats. So, look, guys, look what they did here. Look what they did to Australia. You wanted? To, we were freaking out when they took down Trump. These guys essentially took down an entire uh, nation from using their uh, from using their platform, and this is exactly what Facebook and Google did. So, Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison said his government will not be intimidated by Facebook's threats. Google thre- uh, threatened to shut down operations in Australia in January after a bill moved forward that forces the internet giant to pay news publishers. Google and Facebook believe this was unfair, so they announced they may close down their operations down under. Uh, on Thursday, Facebook followed up on their threats and blocked Australians from viewing and sharing news on the platform because of proposed laws in the country to make digital uh, digital giants pay for journalism. Yes, this actually happened. <laughs> they just decided, hey, we're going to shut this all down on you. We're not playing ball with your new regulations that you guys want to impose. So guess what? You get no news, no information, and we just do it with no warning. This is exactly how these guys were rolling. But in the process, Facebook blocked readers from access to the Bureau of Meteorology, state health departments, the Western Australian opposition leader, and charities as a result of the company's wide-ranging ban on sharing on or viewing news. So, guys, what happened was, essentially, Facebook's like, now nah, we're not playing. You're not. We're not playing these games. Um, you you ants down there in Australia, you will not you will not tell us how we're going to play play this game. And what happened was they ended up taking out all these other pages that had nothing to do with news, like meteorology, health departments, and even the opposition to there's there's two uh, guys going against each other for the uh, for, for prime minister, and they they just took out the op, one of the op, the uh, the one guy's uh, com- his profile completely gone. And also charities on top of it, man. They just did a whole widespread, uh, just completely nuking accounts. And this is what it turned into. And the crazy thing is, um, it triggered a massive, massive response from both sides of the aisle down in Australia. And it actually unified them in a way. And this was just some of the responses uh, looking here. We will not be intimidated by big tech seeking to pressure our parliament as it votes on our important news media bargaining code. Just as we weren't intimidated when Amazon threatened to leave the country and when Australia drew other nations together to combat the publishing of terrorist content on social media platforms. I encourage Facebook to constructively work with the Australian government as Google recently demonstrated in good faith. What did you think about all this, man? Uh, man, there's a, there's a few things here that are just uh, you can't ignore them. So. And just like you were saying last year, we we ha- we saw all this stuff happen with Australia, and uh, there might be you know even a few out there in the chat right now. And you know, shout out to all of y'all. We stand with you um, in the fight against all of this junk. But this is a perfect example of what happens when big tech gets to have a, a seat at the big kids' table. Um, you know, at, at one point in time, all of this was great for everybody to be able to put their information in one place for everybody to share it. And this is what happens whenever they go and try to strong arm, you know, a, a whole nation at one time. I mean, on one side of it, I'm not surprised. And the other side of it, it's like, y'all got some, y'all got some guts to go out there and try to do this. But 
you know, it, it, it makes it, it unifies everybody in a way because it makes us want to move away from it. Um, and when I read this article earlier, my first thought about it was, okay, well, if they're going to shut down all these media companies, you know, and not allow everybody to get their news from Facebook, what's the first thing that everybody's going to do? They're all going to go out and, and go look for it in other places. They're going to leave Facebook. It's going to piss everybody off. And, you know, it's all because they don't want to pay these media companies to use their news on the platform. So, right. again, this is just censorship on another level. You know, it, it seems like Australia is always one step ahead when it comes to having to deal with the BS. And, you know, I feel for you all down there. I really do. Um, and, to, and to go after the government, like to shut down, you know, accounts for people in their government down there, that, that's a huge step. Um, I don't know that they would be able to do that in a place where they had so much money wrapped up in the country. Like this makes me think that they don't care about Australia as much as they would the U S because they have, they, they don't have as many resources down there, um, you know, putting money in their pockets as they would here. I feel like it would have a different effect. Right. But Either way, man, it, you know, <clears throat> I hate having to see this terrible stuff happen down there, and I'm glad that people are going to come together. I hope that everybody jumps off of that platform, comes over to Gab, comes over to Pilled, wherever they got to go, and uh, and comes and watches us on these stations so they can really get their news uh, if they can't get it from Zuckerberg. So. Right. Absolutely, man. And it, this, this, the reason why I wanted to start with this is because it just shows people – that this entire thing with COVID and the way that they're, they're doing this for your safety and we're doing it to help the betterment of the public. And it's nothing but bullshit because if that was the case, you would think they would have left the medical, the medical, uh, the health department accounts fine. The other ones that literally have nothing to do with, uh, the, with news at all, but yet they took all those down knowing full well that people nowadays have been using social media as their form of getting information and they cut that out on you as if, oh, too bad, oh, well, if you need to know where to get your COVID vaccine, you're not going to know anymore. And remember, we're going to talk about the uh, the little gaffe that Biden had talking about how, you know, certain minority groups don't know how to use the Internet, essentially. It's an absolute joke. But just seeing the reaction from, from the Australians down there, we feel for you because we saw it here from Zero Hedge, uh, people going on Twitter, literally calling Facebook out for doing what they did. And this is Sally McManus um, talking about the secretary of the Australian Council of Trade Union said her organization has been mistakenly blocked by the platform. Australian workers cannot cannot now find out about their rights at work via Facebook. This is disgraceful and needs to be reversed immediately. And Francis Mao here also put out what Facebook has blocked in Australia is all news media, health authorities and their pandemic slash vaccine updates, police and emergency services, the weather bureau, domestic violence helpline and politicians accounts right there, dude, is a list of things that you don't need to take down, but yet we're taken down. And this puts everybody in a more dangerous position than they needed to be. And this is and this is the thing, man. They don't care. They don't think about these things. These 20-year-olds that are running the truth department out there in Silicon Valley, they think they're doing something by by throttling all this stuff and throttling these countries and treating them like second-rate uh, citizens. And it's not going to work. And this other one here talking uh, – this was from one health expert, Julie Leisk, uh, Leeks, Leesk, a uh, health professor at the University of Sydney, also explained that it's already negatively impacting the vaccine rollout. 
Three days before our COVID-19 vaccine rollout, Australians using Facebook as their primary source of news can no longer get access to credible information about vaccination from news organizations and some government and public health organization pages, she said. Facebook has since said it would restore any blocked content from government pages or posts, claiming that it was inadvertent. But, dude, this is the thing. The damage is already done, and they sent their message. What is their message? Is it safety, or is it because your business model is getting threatened, and this is what it's coming down to? You're getting threatened because... Other countries are picking up on your bullshit and they're threatening to leave. And what are you going to do? You throw a hissy fit and you say, we're just going to ban all your news and put everybody in a box. And guess what? We're just taking it away with no warning. These people are savage, man. And they're really starting to show their colors. And um, is it is it time for regulations? Absolutely. There's, we've been calling for regulations on, on social media for years. And it's still nothing has been done about it. And uh, we're going to have to see what happens. But so many people, so many people. And the last one I just want to show here is uh, Sally McManus here. This is from an Epic Times article saying Facebook has blocked access to our website. We aren't even a news organization. Australian workers cannot now find out about their rights at work. This is disgraceful. And this was the uh, picture of it right here. And it's just really, really terrible. And even senators, their own feral um, accounts. Um, and everything else was taken down with it. It's just crazy to see, man, how far these people are going. Um, we're going to get into a story in just a moment, but do you have any thoughts on any of that? I do. So the last thing I just want to say about this Australia thing is I know we need the regulations. I know we need all this stuff. Okay, let's let's just live in the world for a second where if this is going to continue uh, on the on the same path that it's on right now. So first we see you know, them just censoring pretty much everybody down in, down in Australia. Well, what if this trend continues? Because it might be, you know, painful and it might, it might suck right at first for everybody not to be able to get their news. But I I guarantee within a week's time, everybody's just going to be, you know, ready to go somewhere else. They're going to find it because that's what people do on the internet. They're, they're going to go find their news and their information one way or the other. It's just that Facebook was so convenient. So let's just say that this trend continues first is Australia. Who's next? And when it gets to that country and they block them, what's who's next? So, you know, to me, I think about them as being centered here in the U.S. and everything. Right. But what if the rest of the world decides that they're going to they're not going to take this crap anymore either? And they're not going to accept this strong arm from, you know, Zuckerberg or or Facebook, you know, incorporated or whatever. They're they're just going to get off the platform. So basically they're burying themselves because they just will not give in to people wanting to have their information the way that they want it. So they're not wanting to satisfy the customer anymore. And what happens when a business doesn't want to do that? We just tell them to screw off and we go find another one. Yep. So if that, if this trend continues like that, I fully see this as being, you know, the first, the first little shovel of dirt thrown on, on Facebook. That's what I see. Absolutely, man. And just real quick, guys, the chat on Foxhole is down. Uh, the devs did uh, let me know a couple minutes ago. Um, they're fixing it. And again, guys, you're just growing pains that we're just going to have to deal with till everything stabilizes. Um, but it is down right now. Uh, if you guys want to go over to Twitch and DLive, you guys can hang out in the chat there. But the stream is running perfectly smooth, but the chat is down. But I just want to give a heads up on that. But don't know. You're absolutely right on all that. The thing is, people are realizing we need to build our own. We need our own, our own social media. And I really think 
um, these other countries out there are realizing that too, that they don't need to rely on the Silicon Valley big tech platforms anymore. They need to build their own. We need to decentralize. And even if their own, even, even if each country has their own social media, to me, man, that is the way that it needs to go because these guys clearly are telling everybody, we don't care what you say. We're more powerful than you ever will be. We have all the resources, the lawyers. We can do whatever the hell we want. And uh, now that the Democrats have control of the country, they're going to feel even more emboldened than ever to carry out their uh, their fact-checking and their censorship. But, guys, this story that I want to tell you right here is probably one of my favorite stories of today. You all heard about Birdwatch, this censorship group that they're that they're that Twitter is going to be uh, they're testing it right now to where literally almost anybody can become a uh, a fact checker and to put little notes and citations on tweets and information, letting them know or adding their own context or letting you know that there isn't enough context on a certain topic or tweet. It backfired today. I find it it coley backfired and. Whether you hate him or love him, Tim Pool was at the center of this. And uh, I want to show you guys this because the fact checkers got mad at the fact checkers, and you're going to absolutely love this, guys. This is from the postmillennial.com. So the fact checking organization is furious that Twitter's fact checking tool said Tim Pool was actually correct. And what was this in regards to, guys? This was in regards to that Time Magazine article that pretty much threw it in the, everyone's faces and bragging about how the election was stolen. This is what it's in regards to. So this institute, this fact-checked institute, they're called the uh, the Pointer Institute for Media Studies, and they which operates the fact-checking site Politi- PolitiFact, and we all know how accurate they are. Um, this is the same, I think, the same place that said uh, Maxine Waters didn't uh, threaten Trump supporters. That same that same group. So they published an article uh, today criticizing users of Birdwatch, which is a Twitter censorship gang. Uh, Twitter's experimental crowdsource fact-checking platform for failing to identify a tweet by Tim Pool as false. And this is what Tim put out uh, on this today. He says, absolutely incredible cultural moment. Twitter's Birdwatch correctly noted that my tweet about Time Magazine article on fortifying the election was correct. Birdwatch, guys, they actually said his take on it, his tweet was actually correct. Pointer is furious that fact-checking worked and is calling it a problem now. (laughs) So... Guys, I want to show you the original tweet. This went viral when this came out because that Times magazine, a Times article, was uh, it was it was gone viral. Everybody was talking about it. So this was the original tweet that Tim put out. He said, "I don't think this even matters at this point." Time magazine just came out and said that a cabal of elites rigged the election. I'm sorry they said they didn't rig the election. They just fortified it by changing the rules and laws as well as manipulating the flow of information. And, again, Twitter put this little fact check on the bottom saying uh, this claim of election fraud is disputed because it could cause real-world violence, which is complete bullshit. But so the best part about it, guys, is this birdwatch group, these random fact checkers, they looked at his tweet, they looked at the story, and they came to the conclusion that what Tim said was actually true. The fortification of the election in Biden's favor was true. And this fact checker of the fact checkers was absolutely furious that this happened. So as we scroll down the article here, it says Twitter shut off all the retweets and replies to this tweet, asserting that there was a risk of violence, which you all know is BS. Users of Birdwatch rated the tweet as not misleading, and according to Pointer, however, the article from Time asserts that powerful groups are working on the scenes to protect election integrity and that this context was not taken into account. It's always the context, guys. If you can't beat them with the truth, they tell you the context is incorrect and it's misleading. 
The Time article claims that these groups got states to change voting systems and laws, which they absolutely did, and successfully pressured social media companies to take a harder line about disinformation. And they said the pointer claimed that the reason ordinary users were allegedly wrong in their fact-checking was because of a lack of fact-checking expertise. Ah, we're all so stupid, I find it. We're so dumb. We can't figure out shit on our own. We're just, we just have a lack of fact-checking expertise. This is honestly what they said. None of the top 10 users of BirdWatch, according to their Twitter bios, are professionally fact-checkers or journalists. And no shit, because they actually got down to the truth, because these corporate-backed, I don't even know what they are, organizations <laughs> that have agendas, that have narratives, and when you put a random group of people together that don't have um, lobbyists and groups and narratives in their back pockets, they come out with the truth on their own, and the fact-checkers, they say, wow, well, it's still misleading. Um, you're wrong, and this is what we end up with. What did you think about this, man? This, this to me, was absolutely hilarious that the fact-checkers themselves got owned today. I love it. I love seeing this happen because, for one, they put it out on social media. Like, we, we got to find out about it. Norm, normally, if you had infighting or something like that, they would try to keep it secret so that they didn't embarrass themselves. But a fact checker getting mad at another fact checker, and they're all the same. They're all working against us in one motion, and one of them is just saying you didn't do a good enough job of censoring this guy. That's that's all there is. Uh, and as far as the – what did they say that – it, it's an, it can incite violence. So we're going to cut off the comments and likes. Uh, well, <laughs> did, did time magazine incite violence whenever they wrote the article? Well, man, it's complete BS dude. And I can't believe that, you know, that times article, I'm not going to ever forget that one because that was, that was one of the biggest things I've, I've ever read where they actually admitted to, to things like this. But I didn't think that any of us, you know, and I'm not saying Tim Pool is with us or anything like that, but I didn't think that anybody was going to be able to put comments or that Times article out on the Internet, even though Time was able to write it in the first place. So right. it's pretty surprising, and it's also hilarious that they threw them on, their own selves under the bus like that. Dude, I just thought it was funny. The fact checkers got mad at the um, the, the fact checkers that don't have experience. And what all, all that tells me, man, is experience. It tells me that you don't have a built-in narrative of how you're going to rule in an article regardless. It just – it was so funny. I just got to give a shout-out, too. I have um, a Cash App donation. Gary, thank you for the very generous uh, donation, my friend. I don't see a message there, but um, you're awesome. And you guys, yes, you guys can send um, any donations – uh, through the Cash App, the links are in all the descriptions. It's the only way we are monetized at this point besides my shop, WokeSocieties.tv and Cash App donations, guys. That is the only way that uh, this channel is getting funded on a full-time basis. So any donation is appreciated, and also I find it is getting those as well. So we both really appreciate you guys with that. Sponsorships, all that, guy, all that stuff, you guys are amazing. So, yeah, man, I just thought that was really great, but I just wanted to just hang on this uh, censorship thing because – I want to – this is going to lead right into Zuckerberg's um, vaccine video that Project Veritas leaked just yesterday. But Facebook's going to even go even further by expanding the geographic reach of its platform to fight climate misinformation. Activists demand more. Organizations and individuals that deny man-made climate change should be thwarted by the social media network. And again, they are becoming the arbiters of truth and exactly – what uh, Zuckerberg told Congress that he was not not becoming, and that's exactly what he's becoming. Because the thing is, I'm not a climate denier. I believe climate change is real, but not in the way that it's being presented. And even having that kind of take, I find it 
will get you banned on their platforms. But what I was saying before, as far as these other countries are realizing, they're seeing the writing on the law finally. Look at what Russia and Poland are doing. These were both from, uh, Gab put these together, these screenshots from Disclose.tv. But Poland is advancing their new legislation to find big tech platforms up to 13.5 million per case that censor users remove posts for ideological reasons. Poland spent 45 years under communism, the deputy justice minister says. It taught us the value of free speech. Again, people that have been under the thumb, the rule, the boot of communism know exactly what this is, and these companies are pretending like they're not, and these other countries are fighting back, and Poland is really bringing it with them. Dude, 13.5 million per case, Facebook will be bankrupt in less than a month. And on top of it, Russia, the Russian Federation Council has passed a law on fines for censorship against Russia, Russian media, and citizens. The law will also be extended to Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube in response to censorship on foreign social networks. I find it, man, I would have taken this, any kind of these laws, any kind of these laws to here, here in the United States, but we have other countries doing it, and nothing is being done on our side of it. This is why I'm saying, guys, with platforms like Foxhole, Gab, Pill.net, we are building our own because we're not. Nothing's going to get done if we if we think Congress and Democrats and Republicans are going to do anything about it. All they did was uh, hearings. I watched two years of big tech hearings, and nothing changed. It actually got worse. And all they were to me, man. Were just sound clips and sound bites that made uh, viral clips, and that's all. It, that's all it was. So, just to sum this up, before we get into the leaked video of um, from Project Veritas, this is what's going on. Poland's advancing the 13.5 million. The Russian Federation Council has passed a law for fines on censorship, and Facebook is banning every link from any Australian news site. The writing's on the wall, ladies and gentlemen, and we're right smack in the middle of it. And uh, it's going to be great. Do you have any other thoughts on this, man, before we get to the vaccine story from Zuckerberg? Man, I'm rubbing my hands together. This is exciting. Because <laughs> first we got Australia. They're not going to allow it. They're not going to be strong-armed by Facebook. And then you're hearing about Poland, right? Oh, man, I'm loving this. And then you got Russia over here doing something about it, too. So, I'm, I, I, you know, I wish it had happened earlier, but we, could, we all wish that, I'm sure. I'm glad finally see country standing up and standing up against this junk man this is ridiculous and you're right if they if they really get to find them that much if this goes through and actually works the way that you know we're wanting it to they're gonna be buried dude this isn't gonna this isn't gonna continue and i don't even care if u.s is the last one to absolutely have to stand up and fight back against them if the rest of the world stands up against these guys then we're gonna do it too i mean that that's where we're at in all this so absolutely i'm excited I'm excited too. And just uh, I saw something in the Twitch chat says uh, from Arbin, uh, free speech does not apply to a privately held company. It's about the government denying your free speech. And Arbin, I 100% agree with you. You were right. You were absolutely right. And that's what I'm saying. If the government really wanted to do something about this, they would have done it years ago. And they haven't because to them, this is about power and control. And they're they're doing it. They're allowing these companies to do it for them because they're only censoring one side and they're fully aware of this and they know that. That is a great point. But what happens when the CEO of one of these companies is caught talking about something as as polarizing as vaccines and even now because of the pandemic, the COVID vaccine, this video leaked out from Project Veritas. I'm sure you guys saw it. We're going to watch again because this is, to me, how can you work underneath a man or a company? 
that literally is telling employees to ban people, cutting their digital tongues out over something as simple as questioning the vaccine, whether the side effects are bad for you, the long-term effects of it, and then the CEO himself questions it off-camera, but not off-camera. Project Veritas is everywhere. Watch this, guys. We just don't know the long-term side effects of, of basically modifying people's um, the DNA and RNA. DNA is inherent in your own nuclear cell. Last week, Facebook announced they are, quote, expanding their efforts to remove false claims on Facebook and Instagram about COVID-19 vaccines. Let's take a look at Facebook's most updated COVID-19 vaccine policy. The real kicker is right here in the policy where Facebook says it would remove any content that, quote, claims the COVID-19 vaccine changes people's DNA. Well, we just got a new leaked tape from Zuckerberg himself, the CEO of Facebook, basically violating his own code of conduct. He would be censored on the platform today for what he said. Share some caution on this because um, we just don't know the long-term side effects of, of basically modifying people's um, the DNA and RNA. So when Zuckerberg said, quote, basically the vaccine is modifying people's DNA, it seems pretty clear modifying is synonymous with changing. Again, Zuckerberg would be banned from Facebook for saying this. This video of me showing the CEO of Facebook talking might be banned. But then Zuckerberg on November 30th in a public live stream Q&A appears to somewhat change his tune. I mean, my understanding is that these vaccines do not modify your DNA or, or RNA. No. Uh, first of all, DNA is inherent in your own nucleus cell. Sticking in anything foreign will ultimately get clear. Well, I'm glad we, we, can, we can clear that up. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we could clear that up. Isn't it interesting <laughs> that Zuckerberg can vastly involve his thinking on the subject of vaccines? As soon as he's made up his mind or appears to have made up his mind on the topic, he disallows the almost 3 billion Facebook users to do the same. Rules for thee, but not for me. Seems a little bit hypocritical, don't you think? What happened to free speech? And who is on this Facebook oversight board? Who makes all of their policy decisions? It's not that the insider is betraying Mark Zuckerberg. It's that Mark Zuckerberg is betraying what Facebook ought to stand for. We would know none of this, but not for the fact that we have a brave Facebook insider. Be brave. Do something. Love Project Veritas, man. Absolutely love. I'm just going to take the chat off here since it's not uh, it's not functioning. But guys, yeah, you, you, this isn't hard to realize what this is. What These are the conversations. These are the kinds of things that we know happen be off the camera when there's not um, Congress breathing down your neck. We know these people have these conversations and probably much worse if we actually were flies on a wall. And. You have the you have the CEO of a company. I have personally lost um, pictures, videos, years of, of history with uh, of memories deleted by this man for being for hate speech. And I'm sure there's some vaccination posts that I had that were also censored. And this guy here also has his own concerns this last summer, and it gets cleared up in uh, in a matter of a minute with a conversation with, of course, Dr. Fauci. And Dr. Fauci said, no, 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 it's fine. The guy who signed off on AIDS, it's fine, guys, it's fine. Um, you're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna continue down this path because this is the only way. This is the only way we're gonna overcome the vaccines, man. What did you think about this video? So, you know, over the past couple of years, I think we've all grown some thick skin and, and we're not really uh, surprised by many things anymore. 
uh, especially after everything that we've dealt with over the past six months or a year, if you want to think about that. But this video, I'll admit, I jaw dropped on a little bit. Uh, I did, and I'm sure a lot of y'all out there did too, because that was just straight up saying what we're all asking and we're not allowed to ask. This is, this is the conversation that we've been having or, or attempting to have online for months and months and months, and we're not allowed to have it there. So when you hear this dude say this, it, I, I admit, my jaw dropped on it. It's, it's unbelievable almost. And then, then you see the conversation with Fauci, and you can notice the difference in his speech and everything, the way that he's talking. You can tell that the conversation with Fauci was just, hey, man, whatever I say, you need to agree with me. Let's just get through this video, stick it out in the public so that they can see it and stop worrying. That was the conversation right. that I bet they had before you know they, they did that. So Man, shout out to uh, James O'Keefe yet again for busting this. This is this is insane to catch him and just you get to, again you get to do the mirror image right. You know you get to see the beginning and then how it changed and uh, that's just nuts. It is nuts, man. I just I love that he's going to continue to be a he is like he's almost like a mini Donald Trump. He's going to anybody that holds a mirror in front of these in front of these people's faces to show the world what they really are. To me, that's a Donald Trump um, esque. Uh, personality and I love it and that's exactly what these channels like mine and all of our friends are doing we're shining the light on these people and Beatles says it all the time in his channel Project Sunlight um, where we're just showing we're we're putting light on these demons on these evil people um, they that think we're so stupid and we have no idea what's going on and that's what we're going to continue to do but I was as I was saying like yesterday on Method's show um, just from hearing um, some local stories around where I live and seeing nurses and even doctors all over the country having um, questioning the vaccine, and a lot of them aren't even taking the vaccine themselves. Health professionals not taking the vaccine for the same exact concerns that I have been saying, everyone else has been saying out there. I'm not going to speak for everybody, but a lot of people that I know have this concern, and we don't know what this is doing to us. We don't know what this is doing to our DNA. Nobody knows. As good as it was that, that Trump came through on his promise for a vaccine, nobody, I, I would say probably a lot of us in the chats, you can tell me, we weren't happy when uh, when Trump brought up vaccines. And the thing was, I always gave him a pass on because he was never, vaccine is the only way. Trump also endorsed a lot of alternative medicines and paths to overcome COVID, which to me, that's enough. That's enough for me. At least you're giving people the option. That's why I always tell people, if, you're, if your vaccinations, I, that's fine. I don't care. I don't care. For me, if I was still trying to have children and I got this vaccine, I have no idea what that's being, what, what kind of genes and what kind of, what is being passed down to the next generation, the generations after that. It's not a game that I want to be playing with. And this article, just to back up what we're saying here, from the Epic Times, even troops are turning down vaccines. And according to this report by Jack Phillips on Epic Times, one-third of troops turning down the CCP virus vaccine um, in the Pentagon. One-third. And that's a large number. A large number. And it says about one-third of U.S. military troops have turned down the vaccine for the CCP virus. Major General Jeff Talaferro, a top official in the uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff of the military, has two-thirds acceptance rate for this. Our initial look, and this, of course, was very early data, is acceptance rates are somewhere in the two-thirds territory. Talaferro said in a hearing, and of course, it varies by different groups. But it's not just that that that's happening, that that's coming out. I wonder how far 
this effort to push these vaccinations is going because when you have so many mixed messages about what's in it, different uh, companies making it, um, the fact that you have to take two uh, vac- vaccines to make sure you're fully inoculated, it just sounds like guys are just screwing around with your DNA and we have no idea. The people giving it to you have no idea what it's truly doing. And to even question that, you're called a racist. You're called a bigot. You're told you're a science denier. And for me, growing up, science was a lot about observation and trial and error. So to me, the people that are pushing this stuff, we need to question it. And if you're gonna get if you're gonna get shamed for questioning it, you need to look at yourself in the mirror because it's just not right. But when you see articles like this from Breitbart talking about how there is going to be a global vaccination plan, what are we hearing from other countries around the world on this? Well, the UN chief Gutierrez is wants to push a global vaccination plan because you know what? He's pissed off that seven major countries are getting the uh, the the most available of the vaccines and all these other countries out there, they ain't getting shit. And he wants it to be fair for everybody. And to me, man, this is, this is just raising so many red flags because I'm sure the UN and these vaccine companies are so worried about your health. To me, this is about cashing in on with everybody and ushering in this huge global reset that these people want to push. And he wants to put the full weight full weight of the UN behind this and make sure that this vaccine is available to everybody. And to me, man, this sounds like globalist propaganda um, that has the intentions of it are truly evil. It's not about our safety. It's not about us getting better because if it was, we'd be reopened by now. And uh, this is, this is where I'm seeing it's going, man. And just one last take before I get your take on this dude, even out um, in the, out in the Vatican, the Vatican is going to fire any employee who refuses to get a vaccine shot without a valid medical reason. Even the head of the Catholic Church, where I know a, a vaccine exemption for religious reasons is still a, a very real now. But I can tell this is starting to chip away on it. When you have the Pope, the Vatican, saying if you don't get the vaccine, you're going to be fired. Where does this end, I find it? Where, where does this go? I mean, I'm just going to comment on the Pope real quick. That If that's my hill, then that's where it is. You know, I'm, I'm just going to be fired. And I think a lot of us will stand in the same way on that subject. But uh, I want to touch back on the military real quick and, and how they're refusing it. Now, it's, it's, it's my understanding that when you go into the military, you're, you're like, uh, you know, you're obligated or you have to go get a certain amount of vaccines. And uh, I'm not, I don't know that much about, any of them at all. But if you hear the military standing up and saying they're not going to take this one, it makes you wonder why. And I caught something at the end of that article. Um, and it's basically saying that, you know, the, the reason that they're able to refuse it or the reason that they're not being made to take it right now is because it's still under emergency authorizational use. Right. So that means that it's not proven. Um, they, and if you, and if everybody out there remembers, whenever they threw this vaccine out into the world or these, you know, the number of vaccines out into the world for us to take, it's because the people wanted it. You know, Trump wanted to get these vaccines made as fast as possible. And he did. And because that's what the people wanted, we wanted, we wanted a way out of this and, and, but he still left it up to everybody to choose whether or not they were going to get it. And it took me a minute. I was with you on this because we talked about, you know, where, why, why is Trump trying to make vaccines whenever we're, we're reading that Bill Gates has his hand in this and stuff like that. But 
it's up to everybody to choose. And, and that's the way that this world should run is everybody should be able to research. All the data should be out there in the public for you to read, for you to decide whether or not you want to go make this choice. And, you know, I'm not going to take them, but that's just me. Yep. Uh, but but I just thought that was that was pretty interesting that a third of the military is saying no to it. And it's like, how are they even able to do that? Because that's how military runs. You know, they're usually made to do things. Now, as far as the U.N. and, and how they're trying to push this, this is the way I see it. They finally saw a little opening because for four years, you know, Trump went against the U.N. We don't like the U.N. We want them out of the U.S. We want them done. We just want them completely, you know, torn apart. No more. But. The fact that they saw a little bitty, you know, window of opportunity to jump in here and go, hey, we can make a committee. Come here. Let me let me make a committee. We're going to we're going to send this stuff all over the world. And that's for them to cash in. Just like you said, that's what they want to do. Any little any little piece that they can grab for some more control. That's the way they're going to do it. And it's all for the globalists. Right. And, um, you know, I hope that we're not going to go down that that road because nobody wants that. You know, we're. We, we see the people speak up. It usually just takes a little bit of time to fall into effect. So when we see the UN speaking up now about what they're wanting to do, I would suspect that if it, if it took any steps forward, we're going to see the results of that through the people, you know, uh, shortly after, whether it be a month or two, that's, that's kind of how I see things run on it. So that's my thoughts. Yeah, absolutely, man. And the thing is, it's just like the mask and the, it's the same, you know, it's giving everybody false security, false, you know, it's, it's, it's protecting me. To me, the vaccine is going to be used in the same way to psychologically screw with people saying, oh, I got the needle in my arm, so I'm good. I'm safe, but it's not changing. It's not getting better. And when I see things like this um, from CBS News talking about how a third shot, according to Bill Gates, may be needed to combat new, uh, uh, to combat new coronavirus variants, guys, this is never it's never going to end until we put an end to it ourselves. One mask wasn't enough. We need two. The original COVID vaccine is two shots. Nope. We're going to need a third one for variants. Guys, this thing is less lethal than a cold, depending on your age. And we all knew if you already had conditions, pre-existing conditions, you were over a certain age, including the elderly, they were more susceptible. Guys, this is common sense. It's absolutely common sense. But the thing is... It's, I just, it's just, I just want it to stop. We've been living in this COVID world for so long, man. When does it stop? And uh, we're just going to have to see, but I want to transition gears here to Joe Biden guys, because Joe Biden made some comments. He made some comments about minorities and the vaccine. And by the way, guys, nobody is taking this vaccine thing seriously out here in New York. The rollout has been super slow. It's, 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 it's all over the place. People that are getting it, Shouldn't be getting it first. The people that really need it, frontline workers, elderly, it's just all over the place. And I want to throw this out there real quick. Joe Biden, not only did he call a lid on everything today due to snow, he also postponed his visit to Michigan uh, to a Michigan vaccine production site also due to snow. Can you guys imagine if Trump tweeted out, guys, um, going to cancel today because it's it's snowing outside. <laughs> <laughs> this is a joke, dude. It's an absolute joke. But you want to know what else is more of a joke than that? Biden spoke a couple days ago, and I had no idea he was speaking on some some bullshit town hall uh, thing out on CNN. This is from The Blaze. And Biden said black and Hispanic Americans don't know how to use the Internet to find the vaccines. I have to play this, guys. 
it's it, I have a plenty of clowns saved for you at the end of the show, but you're getting an extra one today. Watch this if you haven't seen this already. This is gold. The uh, the other part portion is a lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in the community, in the Hispanic and the African American community, particularly in uh, uh, rural areas that are distant and or inner city districts, know how to use know how to get online to determine how to get in line for that COVID vaccination at the, at the Walgreens or at, at, at the particular store. The, uh- <laughs> how can you say it's so racist? It's so ridiculous. And Victoria, thank you so much for the donation on Cash App. I just saw it come across um, for much love from California. Recall New Scum 2020. Victoria, I am with all of you patriots out there that you guys can get him out. That would be amazing. Absolutely amazing, but he actually said that I find it. So, of course, we're going to find some black people that clearly that can't use the internet, and we're gonna just we're gonna prove you guys how right Joe Biden is with videos like this. Take a watch. Hello. Hey, what you doing? Girl, trying to figure out how to work the internet. But what's wrong with it? I don't know how to work it. What you mean? You have a thousand social media accounts. Well, Joe Biden said black people don't know how to work the internet, so I'm, I'm, damn it, if only I wasn't black. <laughs> damn it, if I only wasn't black. You know what? He isn't, isn't Joe right, Joe right, guys? Look at the, look at these guys. They just don't know how to use it. A lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in the community. The Hispanic and the African American community, particularly in uh, uh, rural areas that are distant and or inner city districts, know how to use, know how to get online to determine how to get in line for that COVID vaccine. A lot of people. <laughs> so, guys, at this at one point, because Joe Biden's absolutely right about this, these minorities have no idea what they're doing. How they've been? How they survived this entire time is beyond me, guys. So I'm sure at some points for all you minorities out there, um, Mexicans, black, whatever you are, if you're not white, if you're not white, I'm sorry. This was this might be news to you, but getting on the internet is a very difficult thing, and you might be seeing something like this at your job very soon uh, for job applications because the internet's a very important thing. You need to use the internet and it's uh, especially in 2021. So if you're going to check to see if you can use the internet, you can do something like this where you have yes or no showing up. And that might be a great way to determine if you're able to, how to figure out the internet. And the thing is Joe Biden might've taken the day off from going out to vaccination production plants and all that stuff. But I'm, I'm sure I can tell you guys, he's going to be on an internet tour for minorities. And we caught a picture of some of that marketing right here. Joe Biden telling black people about the internet. <laughs> and this is, this is how, guys, this is how we're going to overcome and just unite the entire country together to get everybody on the internet because these guys, these, these minorities are just so dumb, they can't figure out how to use this, man. What did you think about all this? I think the uh, I think the gas machine is up and running just fine. I think <laughs> I think the meme makers have got plenty of work ahead of them, and uh, I'm looking forward to it because you're right. This is how everybody unifies. If we're going to sit around and have to listen to this junk, I, and by the way, I didn't watch it either. Uh, I just got some of the clips like you did, but 
if this is what we're going to have to deal with, guys, then this is what we're going to get to laugh at all day long because I think he just lost the last few people of color that were sitting in his base. Um, now, they, there's no more there's no more people of color on his voter base right now. I can tell you that. Uh, I know that if you know if I was I was in that position and I just heard him say that. Does he think that people in rural communities don't have cell phones <laughs> or, or just like they they can't get online? This is this is such a ridiculous thing to even say. It almost makes you wonder, like, have you ever had to apologize for one of your grandparents for saying something a little risque or from a from a past generation? And you yes. have to apologize for them. Yes. See, that's what that sounds like to me right there. Uh, I can't imagine being. You know the somebody sitting backstage going, no, he di- he didn't mean it the way that he said it. He he wasn't trying to be racist. Um, I can't imagine <laughs> having to take up for that. So well, that's his handlers, man. That's what his handlers have to deal with. His PR department have to deal with. I couldn't imagine having to constantly be the person that has to clean up. Uh, the shit diapers that uh, that Joe Biden constantly produces. But I got to laugh, though, man, because he's producing so much Internet gold. It makes doing these shows a lot more easier. But, guys, I just want to bring up one other thing here about Florida uh, with COVID, um, which is going to lead us right into Andrew Cuomo and then our Clowns, uh, Clowns of America segment that you all love because there's plenty of funny and uh, plenty of funny, humorous entertainment left in the show, especially towards the end. It's going to be great. But just because y'all y'all know that me and me and the in the in the woke fam are going to be moving uh, to Florida um, as soon as uh, as soon as our second baby is here, but I just want to show you guys this real quick because there was a clip here of this idiot I think it was on MSNBC trying to explain why Florida is was wide open and California is on lockdown, but yet the numbers are still um, very close as far as their COVID numbers, but yet. Joe Biden wants to restrict and cut down for uh, Floridians' um, own movement within their own state. So this is just a quick take, guys. By my observation, people wanted to keep living their lives, and I think this was uh, DeSantis. This is yeah, and actually, this wasn't DeSantis, but it says by my observation, people wanted to keep living their lives, and they came to Florida to do it. The numbers suggest the same thing. Florida ranks third in the nation for one-way U-Haul rentals in 2020. The other states behind that were Tennessee and Texas. Really interesting, and that's not a coincidence, ladies and gentlemen. Despite the media's rapturous coverage of New York Andrew uh, Go- Governor Andrew Cuomo, who sent more than 9,000 potentially contagious patients into nursing homes and then covered it up, New York ranked 42nd on U-Haul One Ways. California, which was still shut down at the beginning of 2021, ranks dead last. And when I go to Florida, I will. This is DeSantis talking now. When I go to around Florida, I will see New York license plates here. DeSantis told Tucker. I doubt you see very many Florida license plate making their way to New York right now. And guys, it's been probably over a year since I've seen a Florida uh, license plate. So, man, you guys heard me mention Andrew Cuomo. We're going to talk about him on the second half of the show coming right after the sponsor, the sponsorship plug. And then, guys, we're going to get into Clowns of America because if you guys don't remember, the reason why Andrew Cuomo is doing all this, we talked about this at probably in the middle of the summer. If things don't make sense, there's either blackmail involved or money involved. Why is Cuomo doing this to nursing homes? Why is it specifically the nursing homes he screwed up? Because these nursing homes in particular, the ones we're going to talk about, lobbyist connections, money connections, business uh, connections. We're going to talk about it here, and we're going to get to Clowns of America. But first, let's get into the other sponsor that we have today. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been talking about him for a while. My mother's business, AluluWellness slash Breakthrough.com. 
I've been on this diet. I haven't lost weight for a couple of days. I think I'm still around 17 or 18 uh, down pounds in two weeks. But check it out, guys. This is the Lula Wellness Breakthrough M2. is a fast, effective, healthy weight loss program that uses homeopathic liquid drops and a structured, balanced diet. The drops support the body's ability to help clean and get rid of abnormal toxic fat that your body doesn't need, which is the abnormal fat. While on the program, you'll take your drops three times a day before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We use detailed food lists and exact amounts that help you easily plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You will drink 90 ounces of water or half your body weight in ounces of water, whichever is greater every day. And in five to six weeks, the average weight loss for women is 20 to 25 pounds, and men can lose 30 to 40 pounds. Doing a program teaches you how to make the best decisions for your body that can help you keep the weight off. This can be the last diet that you ever do. So when you guys go to sign up for this, this is what the sign-up sheet will look like. You guys can fill this out. This will give you a consolation call with a coach that will walk you through everything and anything about this diet, the natural process, what you'll actually go through, and all that good stuff. So, guys, we all have COVID weight to lose. I certainly did. Almost down 20 pounds in two weeks. That's pretty damn good, and there's no exercise involved with this at all. It's just clean eating. It's all natural. And, again, guys, we're promoting health because – Not only are we living, breathing, anti-establishment culture, we need to be healthy as well. So that's what we're going for, guys. So go over there. Let them, let my mom know that Woke sent you and you guys will get um, a nice discount as well when you guys set up that phone call and all that good stuff. So support my sponsors, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's also supporting this channel and all that good stuff. All right. I find it. Thanks for hanging in there with me. We're already on an hour, man. We're coming up on the best part of the show tonight. We're going to talk about Andrew Cuomo, and then we're going to get into the clowns of America for today and all that good stuff. Where I want to go here, man, is because I've been talking about Cuomo for a while. Talk about Cuomo for a while. And Amber, thank you so much for the donation for LOL Joe Biden making Trump look better every day. Thank you, Amber, for that uh, donation. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and thank you, Tammy, out there for the generous donation. Uh, she's glad I'm here, and I'm glad to be here, Tammy. Thank you. Awesome, man. I'm glad you're getting love from the Woke fam, too, man. That's, that's awesome. I absolutely love it. So, guys, I've been talking about Cuomo, uh, and everybody has. To me, this is one of the most fascinating stories out there right now is because um, not only has de Blasio been throwing um, Cuomo under the bus, all of the Democrats that, that usually would be on Cuomo's side are now turning against him. And there was a video that came out. His name is Ron Kim. He's a New York lawmaker, and he puts out a video of literally of, uh, of Cuomo talking about how Cuomo threatened him and his career for speaking out against him. And this is no, this is nothing new, guys, for people that live in New York. This guy is an asshole. He's arrogant. He's a narcissist of the worst possible kind. Listen to what Ron Kim had to say about his interaction with Andrew Cuomo and why things are starting to turn really bad for Cuomo here in New York. Governor Cuomo called me the, late, the next day at 8 p.m. While I was about to bathe my kids, I was with my wife, and for 10 minutes, uh, he berated me, uh, he yelled at me, uh, he told me that you know my career would be over, he's been biting his tongue for months against me, and I had tonight, not tomorrow, tonight, to issue a new statement, essentially asking me to lie um, and asking me, like, I, I just, I heard and I saw a crime the other day. And he's asking me that I did not see that crime. And, and that was the line that he, you know, a, a line that he crossed that, that, that can't be undone. And, and that's why I had no choice uh, but to come out and, and speak up. Ooh, more people are coming out against Andrew Cuomo. 
And there is a good reason I find it. There's a very good reason on this. Now, I found this article, and I want to bring this up, ladies and gentlemen, because if you want to know why Cuomo did what he did with these nursing homes, he literally gave these people protection, protection from any any kind of liability or issue or if they if these places killed anybody um, during this pandemic, during COVID, he actually gave them protection through these lobby groups. Now, what am I talking about? This is what I'm talking about. This is from the Daily Poster. Cuomo's machine raked in $2 million from industry group. So Cuomo's political machine received more than $2 million from the Greater New York Hospital Association, its executives, and its lobbying firms. The healthcare industry group also funneled more than $450,000 to members of the New York legislature in 2020. Are things starting to make sense, guys? The money that flowed from the group to these public officials in the middle of the pandemic. This was during the pandemic, guys. This wasn't after. This wasn't before. This was during while every all these people were dying. The money that flowed from the group of these public officials in the middle of the pandemic was a significant increase from prior years. And look at that. Look at this. This is 2018. And it's more. Cuomo helped industry group shield nursing home executives from any kind of responsibility. Look at this. Amid New York's exploding COVID death toll in April 2020, Cuomo's budget included a provision for shielding hospital and nursing home executives from legal consequences if their corporate decisions kill people during the pandemic. This is huge, guys. Now you're wondering why Cuomo did what he did. He's getting money from these people. And on top of it, in return, Cuomo pretty much granted these people um, any pretty much you're not going to get in trouble if you end up killing people, um, anything like that, any kind of liability. You guys are going to be protected from that. This is the, this is why Cuomo did what he did. He can sit there and blame people all he wants, but it gets worse. Uh, GNYHA said it drafted the provision which did not merely shield frontline healthcare workers from lawsuits, but it also extended such liability protection to top corporate officials who make staffing and the safety decisions themselves. Critics argue that shielding hospital and nursing home executives from the threat of lawsuits would remove a deterrent to cost-cutting, profit-maximizing decisions that endanger lives. They were all ignored, guys, because, again, it's all about money. They literally killed people and made money off of it because you know they were labeling these people as COVID deaths and underreporting on top of it and cashing in. So the problem was, guys, the, the thing is, after Cuomo did this, these other greedy states out there also made copycat laws and, ki- and killed further people. Cuomo's corporate immunity provision was quickly copied and po- copied and, post- and pasted into other states' laws and into Senate Republican legislation. In near word-for-word fashion, the liability shield spread from New York to other states, even as New York Assemblyman Ron Kim released a report showing that states with liability shields were reporting higher nursing home death rates during the pandemic because they were cashing in on these deaths. To date, 27 states have now shielded nursing homes. And just a side note, ladies and gentlemen, Ron Kim, the guy I just showed you right here, he lost a loved one in one of these nursing homes that Cuomo stuffed. So he's got a, he's got some personal ties to a lot of this. But I find it, this is why I'm saying when things don't make sense, it always comes down to corporate interest, lobbyist, and money. And not only that, Cuomo, the one, the guy that won the Emmy, he set this murder spree this murder machine made the foundation for it, and other states are like, hey, New York's making a lot of money doing this. Maybe we should do this too. 
and here we are, man. I know. Give me your thoughts on this, man. This is crazy. And I, well, first, I don't want the connection to be lost that this guy that's speaking up is a lawmaker. And, uh, you know, I'm blue collar, uh, probably like a lot of people out there. When you say lawmaker, that doesn't exactly put the best taste in my mouth. So for this guy to stand up and, and say this sort of thing and be loud about it is uh, it's it's pretty surprising. Um, and, and like you said, whenever he had a family member die and all this pass away, you know, this that tells me right there that he's got a good reason to come out and and do it. It's not for some um, double narrative sort of situation. You know, this is all real. It, this is all real. It really is coming down on Cuomo the way that we see it. And I remember last year we did, we weren't being we weren't able to see all of this last year. What were we seeing? We were seeing Cuomo talk about Trump. We were seeing him not accept <laughs> the help where the ship sat out there on the coast. We were seeing yep. all of this stuff happen. And all the while, we knew that he was evil. We knew that he was making money behind the scenes. We knew that he was doing all this for a reason. And this is the fallout from it. This is where we get the look behind the veil about what happened. You know, we, we were all wondering. We were all confused about how this was all actually going down. And now we're looking at the numbers. And to sit there and protect all these people that were going right along with him so they could put an extra dollar in their pocket just tells you how corporate America works. And, you know, you're exactly right. Those laws were copyrighted all across the country in specific places. So we get to look at those. We get to put a magnifying glass on all of this. And, you know, I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know if it's going to be more petitions, more signatures to remove these people. But these things are in motion. We're not forgetting. And now that we're finally getting to see up underneath the surface of it all, I feel like this is going to move in our direction. Uh, I don't care who's sitting in the chair up there in the White House. This is the way that we're going to deal with this. We're going to do it ourselves. And so I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about taking down the evil that, you know, we're, we're, we're now getting to see just how bad it was, you know, in, in the aftermath of all of it. So, you know, that's, that's what I think about it. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to all of it coming out, the truth being exposed, you know, absolutely, man. And just to, there's a, thanks for the comment on Foxhole, Jay, Jay desk, the whole family is corrupt killers. Uh, Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo definitely is. I don't know about his brother, Chris, um, but guys, in the midst of all this, Chris Cuomo has had his brother on many times on CNN, and they joke and they laugh, and they've been making fun of all this all this stuff as they allow his, Andrew to come on his, uh, his shows and make fun of people dying, and not, not make fun of people dying, but literally laughing about the situation, blaming Trump, this massive Navy ship that sat outside the city that they never used, there's just so many problems with it. Now it's being taken seriously. And Chris Cuomo now, he is not allowed to have Andrew Cuomo on his show anymore. And to get his reaction of this, guys, I got it here for you right here. Check this out. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> One more time. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's a clown guys he's an absolute clown and just to get you guys ramped up uh for the uh for the clowns of america segment tonight um remember when i showed you guys how 
how uh, de Blasio had the uh, like the ribbon dancers outside in the back alley saying the ribbon dancers, cultural dancing shit like that is going to bring people back to the New York State. <laughs> I found this clip, which I thought was absolutely hilarious because Cuomo and de Blasio right now, they're in a heated uh, you know public argument. They clearly hate each other. And even de Blasio said today, the kind of tactics that Cuomo used to threaten people um, and bully people, um, if, if anyone threatened him or his power... Guys, this is the only thing I could think of uh, between these two. <laughs> Watch this. Beautiful. I find. Are you ready for some uh, from clown for some clowns of America? It's my favorite part, man. Let's do it. I'm ready too, man. Let's do it. All right, guys. So, the first clown that we have today, ladies and gentlemen, the first clown we have today is U.S. Airlines. Now, why why is an airline company a clown today? Well, if you guys might have heard, Ted Cruz went on a vacation with his family. How dare he? How dare he go on a vacation with his family? From the Gateway Pundit, Ted Cruz comes under fire for traveling to Cancun, Mexico, with his family amid Texas freeze. Uh, Cruz to fly home this afternoon. Now, guys, Ted Cruz is getting absolutely raked over the coals today because while millions of Texans are freezing their asses off, Ted Cruz went on a vacation with his family and the left and certainly the mainstream media did not like this. And on top of it, guys, what's even worse about this, remember when, um, I find, let me ask you this. Remember when, uh, the Hunter Biden laptop came out? And Twitter took oh, yeah, down man. the New York Times because they said it, it, it uh, breached their hacking policy or whatever bullshit thing they made up with. Well, yeah, they were kicked off for weeks. Weeks, right? That was personal information, apparently. That you know, that was hacked. Well, you know what United Airlines did, man. You know what they did for Ted Cruz because you know everyone. We're all about unity here. From Amuse on Twitter today, United Airlines shared the travel itinerary of Senator Ted Cruz. Yes, they actually shared. Senator Ted Cruz's personal itinerary with members of the media and as a result became the uh, the public at large. His flight information was also included um, and was broadcasted on CNN, specifically um, Acosta, which is not uh, which is not any uh, any surprise. But the thing is, guys, this is this to me is uh, is doxing. And you know what people don't think about on this? Now, people were celebrating this and they even showed here, as you guys can see on the screen, um, his upgrades where he was sitting, all this stuff, everything. People don't realize that these people are still protected by police, airport police, uh, secret service. This information can be broadcasted to any psycho out there that wants to do do harm, maybe kill him, who knows, because AOC uh, said that even him, uh, Ted Cruz almost had her murdered a few weeks ago in the Capitol, which you all know is bullshit, but my God. This is why, guys, United Airlines makes the, uh, makes the uh, list today for the Clowns of America. We're all about unity, right? I find it. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be lost on anybody that this wasn't the girl at the ticket counter that called anybody or sent out the tweet. This was orchestrated. Uh, this is this is information that's probably not that easy to get. So I guarantee you, there was some phone calls made. This was definitely, uh, you know, done on purpose through two or three different people minimum. So whenever this kind of thing happens, you know, I don't want it to be downplayed that it 
it takes it takes some effort. Uh, they they've got somebody in there. They're like, hey, if you say Ted Cruz walking through the front door, I need a phone call right now. I'm gonna print I'm gonna print that out. I'm gonna throw it on the internet. We're not gonna let this fly. You know, that's that's kind of the way that I see this going. It's just terrible, man. I, I don't know if I was in a position like Ted and I got docs like that just for getting on a plane and going with my family. Uh, I would be a little bit worried. I'm not gonna lie. Now, oh, yeah. I'm not exactly happy that he went on vacation either. <laughs> I mean, I'm all about like staying with your people, especially if you're going through a tough time. But, you know, it's his vacation. He can do what he wants, I guess. That's the thing, man. People forget Ted Cruz is a senator. The, these problems that are happening, occurring in, in counties and local areas, local governments deal with that. Governors deal with that. Senator Ted Cruz He's not, he's not going to go around to people's houses and drive around people's houses to make sure they have power on. He's just not. And even if he's in Cancun, you can make phone calls and have directives from a phone. <laughs> the hypocrisy yeah. to me from the media is just is, is just on such a level. But anyways, man, fuck uh, United Airlines. I will not be flying anytime soon on any airline because they uh, you know who they are. Uh, you know exactly who they are backing. It's an absolute joke, but we're going to get to clown number two right here, man. And this, and clown number two comes from the Daily Wire. This activist wants to be paid, wants to be paid money to bring down homicide rate. Pretty much, he wants to get paid to not kill people. And I'm not joking. A Baltimore <laughs> activist who has spent 18 years in prison then turned to efforts to stem violence in the city has an idea for combating massive number of homicides. Let's pay people not to kill others. Yes. Great idea. Great idea. Tyree Moorhead, who was jailed at the age of 15 for 18 years after a second degree murder conviction, told Fox 45, I can relate to the shooters. Guess what they want? They want money. I've talked to these people. I've seen the shooters. It's a small city. I know who the hustlers are. I can't stop the shootings. No one in this world has proven to stop the shootings, not even the church. What we do, but what can we do is put them in compliance. And as of 2019, this man has painted no 200 no shoot zones throughout the city, which obviously hasn't done anything. But the funny thing is, man, there he is. He wants to be paid to not kill people. To me, man, I was laughing so hard at this. You're, this is why he made the clown list today. If they were actually, if these gangbangers and people were getting paid to not kill people, what do you think they're going to spend the money on that they get? They're going to spend this money on more illegal guns and more drugs and whatever else to kill more people. What do you think about this? I think, I think the amount of time spent to write this article was wasted. <laughs> I read it twice and I still didn't get it. I'm like, you, there's, they're not actually having this conversation, right? This didn't actually, this got to be Babylon B. There's no way that you're going to go out there and try to pay criminals. This is part of that whole social worker thing, right? Where you send out the social worker to the, to the game bangers and said, Hey guys, um, I'm going to give you all each $20. If you won't rob somebody tonight, could you do that? And what are they going to do? What are they going to do? They're going to turn right around. They're going to go rob 20 more dollars. And they got 40 instead of 20. This is how easy it is to realize what criminals do. There's no way you're going to pacify, you know, uh, criminals or killers or whatever out there. It's just, it doesn't work that way. And the, no. fact, that, the fact that we even had to sit here and read that, it, it is, they definitely deserve the clown list of the day. Absolutely, man. So let's get to uh, let's get to clown number three of the day with Jen Psaki. She might be a regular on this segment. Jen Psaki was asked about the executive order about Joe Biden giving uh, China access to our power grid. Guess what? Jen Psaki didn't know about that executive order. And guess what, guys? You know what she's going to say. Take a watch. 
Thanks, Jen. Um, in an executive order that the president signed last week, he also suspended a Trump administration executive order that was particularly aimed at keeping foreign countries, specifically China, from interfering in the U.S. power grid. But he suspended that for 90 days in that executive order last week. Given what you said about China today, why did he do that, especially related to something so critical to our national security as the power grid? I'll have to. I think the president's view on, on our relationship with China, I, I uh, tried to do my best to convey to all of you. I'll have to check on that specific piece, and we'll, we'll circle back with you directly. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> guys, what, the, what that translates to is I have no idea. I don't know what to tell you guys. All I know is that um, I've been trying to convey uh, that Biden's all for China. And um, I really don't know. You're right. You're right, reporter. We don't know. I have no idea why our uh, our fearless leader would grant access to China for our power grids. What a joke. Oh, you had one job. One job. Tell me why he did this. And you can't tell me. You can't even. You don't even know about it. You didn't even read it. I guarantee you that all of America is probably looking at these executive orders and she's the one that's sipping her Starbucks and not looking at anything at all. This is She's completely fine with just standing up there being an idiot. <laughs> it's an absolute joke, man. It's an absolute joke. And the, the fourth clown that I have today, guys, is uh, the decision. The decision by Biden's administration to, yes, give funding and Fauci-approved U.S. taxpayer funding to the Wuhan lab where the COVID virus originated from. If you guys aren't pissed yet, now you will be because taxpayer money is going to the International Business Times reported that the National Institute of Health not only has been funding this lab with U.S. taxpayer, taxpayer funds, but will continue to fund this lab through 2024. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have uh, your business has been destroyed. Shit's been burned down. People are killing themselves left and right. Kids, they're they're just they're a mess. School's been canceled, but guess what, guys? Your money, it's going to continue to fund that lab through for another three years, guys. How do you th- what do you think about all that? Nothing says thank you for rigging the election like sending money to Wuhan. That's what it sounds like <laughs> to me, man. Yeah. It sounds like uh, promises are being paid back in full. That's what or assurances are being paid back in full. That's what it seems like to me, man. What an absolute joke. And the last thing today, guys, the clown, the last clown for today's uh, show is the House Democrats. And why? Because they want to introduce a bill to bar twice impeached former presidents, which there's only one that exists, which is Donald Trump. They want to bar him from being buried at Arlington National Cemetery in a move that would at the present only apply for President Donald Trump. And yes, this is a bill that they are trying to put through because Orange Man is bad and is not even worthy of being buried among other people, other American heroes for this country. This is clown clown number five, which are the House Democrats, man. What a uh, what a message of unity, huh? Yeah, exactly. They don't, man, they're going to hate this guy until the day he's gone. And even after he's gone one day, which we hope is going to be a long, long time from now, they're still going to hate him. So, I mean, we're just going to deal with it, laugh at him and call him out, man. That's it, man. That's it. So, guys, those are the clowns. Those are the clown segment of the day. That's going to be the production going into that is being worked on. I can't wait to get the actual drops and the sound bites for it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be more organized. And we're going to, I'm going to be creating more segments, more fun things like this, like uh, Woke's most savage memes of the week. 
We'll be doing those on Saturdays. And I have another segment called Red Red Pill, Blue Pill, um, which is going to be another amazing segment. I have so much stuff lined up, guys. It's going to change the show, change the way we do things, and just get us to a better place where we're not talking about just sad, black-pilled doom porn all the time because right now (laughs) Joe Biden's run the show. Yeah, we think he's run the show. Whoever's uh, talking through his earpiece has run the show, but... My God, man. My God. We got through another show, guys. I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me. So the best way to support this show, guys, not only through your donations, through Cash App, which you guys have been super, super generous today, go check out at WokeSocieties.com, the merch store that has all of our new merch, the Drunk Society's merchandise. They have the hoodie, the hooded T-shirt, the actual T-shirt, the woman's V-neck. For Drunk Societies, we do it. We might be doing this every other Sunday. We'll have to see how that planned out. But we also have the Drunk Societies beer stein for all the guys and ladies out there that like to drink the beer. It's in the store now. We have more merch coming on the way. So it makes perfect gifts, hats, mugs, all that stuff. It's all there in the store. So go check that out, guys. And if you want to become a personal sponsor of this show and watch these live streams on your Roku, go to WokeSocieties.tv. Sign up. It's cheaper than a Netflix subscription. Or you can pay for the yearly subscription. This is a platform, ladies and gentlemen, that will host exclusive content and probably personal streams that's just for you guys on there alone. And uh, the value for it, guys, the thing is, this is a platform just like Foxhole that will never get taken down. And you can watch from the comfort of your couch right on your Roku. It doesn't get much better than that. So appreciate it, guys. Check out the sponsors. Check out Aerolistic Aerolistic Naturals. Use code WOKE to get 10% off any hemp CBD products and the other products they have, guys. I've been using the CBD uh, full spectrum, and my mind... It just blows up. Super focused. Um, just the brain fog for me is the biggest thing. The brain fog just melts away. And I get super focused. I've been using it now to before my shows, the setup shows. Um, I'm going to continue to use it. It's abs- It's working just like I thought it was. And it tastes great and all that good stuff. So I find it, man. How's uh, what do you, what do you got going on? You got anything going on after today? You got one more day of work, right? Man, I'm, yeah, I got one more day of work, and um, I'm setting up this studio. Uh, thankful for all those donations. They're helping me to get this stuff done so I can, you know, make it the experience better from my side of things for y'all. And um, so that's that's basically all of my time is filled up. And when I'm not doing that, I'm hugging my kids and stuff, hanging out with them, man. Um, awesome. I just wanted to tell everybody out there, y'all, tell your friends and family about this. This is the perfect show for everybody to sit down and watch. You're going to laugh. Like Scott said, you're going to laugh. You're going to learn some stuff by the end of it. You're going to know something you didn't. And if you're involved in the chats and all that, uh, man, it's just a great time because it's just great support out there. So I can't wait to see you all in a couple of days and, uh, we'll do this all again. Yeah, man. Saturday is our next show. Um, it's going to be at six, 6 PM Eastern guys. You can, I'm going to have to change my show schedule. Cause I know I have five 30 up. It's going to be at six, just for uh, work schedules to accommodate the new co-host and all that good stuff, which is totally fine. It's only a half-hour difference, but great, great show, guys. It's going to be awesome. I am going to be on tomorrow on with, on Thomas's channel on True Reporting. I'm going to actually be with Red Pill 78 and Carly Q, um, who's a lot of her videos were on the show today, and i got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, those funny videos, they're all on Telegram. But, guys... Go follow. That's going to be tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern if you want to watch on True Reporting's channel. He's actually on DLive here. I'll put the link out when it's out. So all three of us are going to be on with True Reporting with Thomas tomorrow. So that's going to be a fun show. The next show we're doing here is 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern time on Saturday night. And maybe, 
just maybe we'll do a Drunk Societies on Sunday night and all that stuff, which is always fun. I want to see that Drunk Societies merch go out, guys. I want to see some pictures of you guys wearing it. You don't have to show your face, uh, just so I can market it a little bit better. I've already got some orders on here. Some people already bought some t-shirts and hoodies, which is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, people are buying the hoodies and shirts already. Thank you, guys. It's going a long way to fund this channel and all that good stuff. So, guys, you know what I'm going to say. Stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Good night, everybody.